Welcome, everybody, to the Daily Mayhem Podcast. I am your host, Jack Package. We have a great show in store for you tonight. This has been highly anticipated, and uh, we are so excited for it tonight. This is uh, my Jack Package Twitter handle is at JMU Monty. The podcast Twitter handle is at The Daily Mayhem One. Of course, I am Jack Package, your host, and this is a podcast about a trip of a group of guys who go down to Myrtle Beach every year for this is now the 17th year for a golf trip, a guy's golf trip. And this sort of chronicles some of the funny events that happen, some of the golf that takes place, some of the you know shenanigans. And tonight, my guest is super special. Uh, everybody's been excited to hear this. He's a he's a Las Vegas gambling sharp. He's been praised by some as a genius. Some call him the Nostradamus of Surfside Beach. Uh, I call him Jimmy the Greek side salad and an IPA because he's a runner and a fit. Uh, but you can just call him Mr. Vegas. I have with us tonight sports prognosticator and sharp Mr. Vegas. Mr. Vegas, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Jack Package, heard you were yeah. dead. <laughs> well, uh, not far off. You keep picking those double-digit dogs on the road, and you will be. There's a lot of uh, a lot of holes in the desert with guys like you taking those uh, those kind of bets. So, <laughs> throw sprinkle a favorite in every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it, it hasn't been good. DraftKings is, uh, you know, booming. Stock is going up. FanDuel is fantastic. Bet MGM right now sending me things for. Uh, sweet presidential suites in Las Vegas. It has been a bad run. Uh, today we had Arkansas minus uh, six and a half against uh, what was it? Texas A and M. They got the doors blown off of them, Ricky. Uh, and you know what? We'll just uh, we'll, we'll leave it there. So don't ask me any more about my gambling. All right. Oh, we know all about you. We got a lot of big buildings built over here by guys <laughs> like you. A lot of big buildings here in the desert. Mr. Vegas didn't build those casinos on on uh, guys taking his money, right? No, sir. So let me start off here. I need to make a couple announcements. <laughs> first off. Help yourself. All right. The first one being, in the past, we've handicapped these matches by holes, basically point spreads. This team is favored by two holes, two and a half holes, or half a hole, or what have you. But, well, first off, I'm going to ask you a question. You let me know something. Okay. So, DJ is playing Rom in the Ryder Cup. All right? That's right. DJ goes up five holes with four holes left. What do they do next? It's five and four, and they stop. What do you assholes do? You guys <laughs> keep fucking we play playing. it out. Keep play playing it out. So yeah. then at the end, I got one team saying, oh, I won 5-4. And the other team's like, oh, no, we won the last four. You won by one hole. Then I got guys beating on my door because one saying they won, the other saying they didn't because they didn't cover the two-and-a-half-point spread. So because you guys don't know how to play the game of golf, now I've got to change. So this year, we'll just be money lining it. There's one team's going to be up by plus whatever, and the other will be minus. And then – you know Vegas, I got to get mine. There's going to be a little juice in there. You know, I got to yeah. have my piece, right? So yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, you always it takes it's a kids. It costs a lot of electricity. They need a lot of money. I hear you. You know, you're you're right. This is one of these things that I, you know, I'm a participant. And you know, Mr. Vegas, you're a, you're a prognosticator. You're a spectator. You're just an an interested fan with money on the line. I'm a I'm a player, right? I'm in there. I've always thought this was a sham. I also always thought the other thing that was a sham was, oh, I shot an 83. Here's the deal. Let's just, for instance, and, and I'll put myself in a bad spot here. I'm playing against Denora Hardiman, and they get a four. And Kenny and I are a partner, and we're getting our asses kicked on this hole, and we're sitting six on the side of the green, right? We haven't even made the putting surface yet. Those A lot of guys, uh, Denora Hardiman write the four, and we write the six because that's where we were at. Shit, I might have still three-putted that thing and had a nine. So all these people that are out there telling, oh, I, we shot a 72 today and got our asses kicked. Bullshit. You know what I'm talking about? It's uh, they, We don't play these holes out correctly. Once it's done, I agree with you. Pick the ball up, keep the pace of play moving, and we probably should mail it in there once somebody's up five and four, four and three, whatever. But no, we play it out because we paid for all that golf, right? It just doesn't make – it's actually a disgrace to the game. I'll say that right now. They, but you are correct. These scores are total myth. We got guys, hey, pick that up. They're not even on the green, and you're picking it up for a par when you know good and well your short game sucks. You got like a seven, and then come back in saying they shot a 71. Exactly. And that was broken an 80 in the history of uh, Myrtle, in my opinion, if we counted all the strokes. But you are correct. Um, the second thing that we will be doing, and this is a big one, we are going to allow the players to actually place bets. They can get action. You can bet your own team. Now, you can't bet against yourself, okay? We can't, we can't have that. <laughs> can't have it. The okay. commiserating. Can't have it. So, so you're going to let me – It's like unlike the NFL with Calvin Ridley, I guess he didn't even bet on his own games, right? But you're going to let me bet on me while I'm down there? You bet on you. But I can't bet against me. Why would you want to do that anyway? That's just bad mojo. Yeah, can't have that. But, yes, this year, going to allow that. The, the other thing that we've got a problem with in the past, we've allowed people to bet on who's going to win the closest to the pin. Again, you assholes have ruined this. Because I got a guy walks up to whatever the fuck tee box he thinks is the best one to get the par three, Mr. Mike Kelleher. Strolls up to a tee box, not legit, goes up, hits it in there, and then you guys just let it win it closer to the pin. How does that happen? Well, I'll tell you how it happens, Vegas. Uh, it, it's it was uh, appalling. Uh, it didn't happen in my foursome. Uh, you know, we have a guy, Paulie the Saint Saint Laurent, and uh, his saint saintliness is uh, that's legit. That name he comes by that honestly. He's a saint. I'd have told Kelleher, fuck you, pick it up, hit it again. You're out of the money. I may have just hit him with a two-stroke penalty for hitting off the wrong tee box. He would have never won that money. I already covered this ground with Julie Dave Dwyer, the cruise director. Uh, bad rules violation, bad etiquette violation. There's money on the line. I don't get you it. Know, listen, even in the match, if they want to let him keep that ball two feet from the hole, that's fine. But the other 16 of us, who were whoever, however many were playing, that was our money to be had that day, right? That's and correct. You go hit off the wrong tee box. I mean, fuck it. Why don't I just go up and hit from the drop zone next to the green? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll start there. Let's do that. 
I don't want to hear about this. Oh, the, the tea boxes were hard to find. I found them no problem. Mr. Vegas, I'll tell you something. I wish you would send a team of people. We don't have any rules officials out there. It's tough. It's tough conditions out there. It really is. And, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, you might have to settle things with your fists, you know. Hey, if I send guys, it's going to be a couple guys that got nothing, nothing left to live for anymore. Okay, so you're going to guys with not a lot to live for. I got a couple of Polish guys. I know <laughs> you're going to want to play by the rules. Trust me, you go to the wrong tee box. There's going to be some, uh, you know, accountability. As, as uh, Al Cervic said in Caddyshack, Moose Rocco helped the judge find his checkbook. Right. <laughs> That is correct. So because of this, I've got to change the entire way we do things. I got to like pull bets off the board because again, you assholes don't know how to play the game of golf. Yeah. Right. Or have accountability. How are you going to do it this year? No, no closest to the pin bets at all. Well, we might do them, but we are definitely going to say, look, if you're in the wrong tee box, we're not rewarding cheating. Understood. Understood. You know, it's it just again. It's the game of golf. It's a gentleman's game. You yeah. guys have ruined the gentleman's game. Well, here's the deal. You've seen the twelve guys that are going down there, right? Gentlemen, <laughs> uh, not a term closely affiliated with this pack. You know, I'm like I'm like Santa, always watching. That's what Vegas has. I got eyes on the ground. I've got all kinds of uh, information on these guys, and that's how I'm able to handicap it the way I am. Yeah, you know, you get the Ken Palm stats. You probably got some Sagarin ratings going on back there behind the scenes. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. I'll keep your phone number handy, Mr. Vegas. And if I need you as a ruler, if I need a ruling, if I need to bring something in, uh, I may call you, you know. We may we may need to dial you up. Hey, you know, you, you've, you've placed enough money this year. Vegas <laughs> recognizes it. So, yeah, we can give you a little help there. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Put you Do up you have any updates? Sweet. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. We do the equivalent of putting you up in the nice suite, right? That's yeah. right. That's exactly right. Yeah, you know they usually pick us up at the airport. You know what I mean? The uh, right. The, the lime green limo with the the, the Bed MGM logo on the side. They, it's nice. Do you have any other changes coming this year, Mister Vegas? Or should we get into the matchups and get into what everybody's here really excited to hear about these the picks for this year? No, that's it. I, you know, again, we got March Madness going on. I'm currently staring at about 35 screens, yeah. watching what's going on here. And then each of us, we in Vegas, we all get stuck with kind of a lower event. And this is the event that I've been stuck with. Now, I do, you know, as men, I do enjoy the, the mulligans. But have you guys ever looked at yourselves in the mirror and thought, okay, let me get this straight. I get Two shots at every hole. Every hole. You got two guys both hitting, right? You use the best mm -hmm. shot. Mm -hmm. but that's not good enough. We mm -hmm. also need eight mulligans. Mm -hmm. So you get two shots on every hole plus eight mulligans. We're not done. Now we got two shotgun putt mulligans. Mm -hmm. How are you guys not shooting like 62s? <laughs> um. You know, I have no answer for that. It's, 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 I'll just tell you this. The Myrtle Mayhem group, we're an atrocity to golf. We are, we're, uh, we're, we're a, a good bunch of friends. We are not an atrocity to drinkers. We can throw them back. Okay. We're not an atrocity to cigar smokers. Cigar smoke with the best of them. Okay. Eating, we can put them down. River City, burgers, po' boys, 
you name it, peanuts on the floor, we got it, okay? Pizzas, Domino's, late night, 1 o'clock in the morning, 10 pizzas delivered to the house. Compliments, prayers up, package. Big ups for that <laughs> last year. I'm telling you, world-class. When it comes to the golf, that's the low point of this trip. And uh, I think that's what makes it so interesting. Um, we're just not good, right? And then what we do, what we do to the game, it's a travesty. But it is good fun, and uh, you know we enjoy the trip. We enjoy the uh, camaraderie. Let's get into the matchups there this year. I'm so excited about it. Okay, let's introduce the teams again. We've covered this on on previous casts, but uh, Team Drunken Grownups, captained by Ken Preeti, Alan Evans. Jack Package, myself, yours truly, Pauly the St. Laurent, Mark DeNora, and Mike Kelleher. And then we move over to Team Cancel Culture Club, the Triple C's, I believe the captain Ricky uh, told me to call it. Rick Moran, Dave Julie Dwyer, Steve Hardiman, Dirty Water, Timmy, the Silent Bear McCann, Jason the Crample, Crample and Bryson DeShamslow, Brian Reed, <laughs> uh, BD Reed. Uh, that's that's that rounds out the triple uh, the triple C's, the Cancel Culture Club. Uh, those are the teams. Day one matchups. This is what I'm. This is what you're here for, Mister Vegas. First matchup we're going to dig into: Ken Preeti, Allen Evans versus Brian Reed. And Dave Dwyer. Let's hear it. All right. I've got a question first off. What hat is Brian Reed going to wear? Is it going to be a normal baseball cap? Is he going to wear that stupid Dutch boy, paper boy hat that Bryson wears? Which one has he got on? Because that affects the it affects us a little bit. I've I heard he comes he out wearing a baseball cap. Okay. Baseball cap, Reed, you got a lot more confidence in him, right? You, the other one, it looks like he's, you know, you know, ready to do some French art or something with his. He's gonna own. go paint a fence. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, so the other rumor we've heard, and I haven't heard this anywhere else. This is a little breaking news. It's come to our attention that Ken Preeti has been soaked in Saudi money, looking to start up a Pinehurst mayhem to compete mm. with this tour. Is Dave Dwyer aware of this is the question. And is he going to allow him to play in this tournament? That's a great question. I do I have mean, to tell you, there'd be some interest on packages part. In the packages the Phil Mickelson of the Saudi <laughs> Golf League. Okay. <laughs> I like that Pinehurst trip. I like that Pinehurst trip, Mr. Vegas. You yeah. have been there. I wish you could have been there. That Pinehurst number five was nice. Yeah, so we got that, and they're facing off first day. We got this acrimony, and now cat's out of the bag. Dave Dwyer definitely knows about it. So um, the other point to this match, I would say, is, well, there's two more. One is Allen Evans. Good golfer. Had some good moments lately. But got a question. What's his Myrtle moment? Has he ever had that moment, day three, day four, come back from three down, drug around a, a lower golfer, uh, defeated two really good ones? Has he had that? 
I would argue he is not. Now, well, I can tell you that I, there's, there's guys that keep the stats. Somebody could tell us, but, you know, <laughs> offhand, it's a really good question, Mr. Vegas. Just if I say Al Evans, what's his Myrtle moment? I don't know that he has those now. Is this year his year? Is this his Myrtle moment? He goes down day three, down three holes with six left, comes back and wins, turns the entire momentum around in the match. I don't know. Maybe so. Uh, the, the last question I have about these four is – we all know, speaking of Myrtle moments, last year, 18, Pinehurst, Dave Dwyer sinks a putt to win Myrtle. But when you dig a little deeper, which is what Vegas always does, I know all the goodies. I know what goes on. I was told that he, in fact, did not want to know if that meant anything. Was he running from the moment by not wanting to know if that meant Myrtle or not? That's the question. Boy, that is, uh, that's heavy, Mr. Vegas. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to get heavy. I got, I got to go everywhere. I got, you know what? I go, I'm like a investigative reporter. I go to where the truth leads me. Sniffing around, found this stuff out. So that's the question. Now, so final verdict right now, I've got Ken Preeti and Alan Evans at plus 150. And I got Reed and Dwyer at minus 150. Basically, all of the things I've said are in play. Heard Reed is wearing a normal hat, so he doesn't look so dickish. That impacts the match. <laughs> so I've got Reed is a little better than Allen. And I got Dave has crept up to Ken now. And there, maybe Ken's a little better. Maybe he's not. I don't know. So that's the that's the verdict right now. We got uh, I got Reed Dwyer as the favorite. Wow, that's a shocker. Coming out of the gates hot. <laughs> um, I do have to say, I played golf with Dave in November, and he played a nice round. He's Dave, Dave Dwyer. I mean, it's it's that's a tough look, Mr. Vegas, to put money on uh, a guy that chips with one hand though isn't it well he sees the game differently right he <laughs> you know he sees the he's game differently he's got all for all i know all his clubs are the same size like the doofus on tour um you know but he sees the game differently. he's gonna do what he needs to do to win god help him if he's in the sand with that one-handed bullshit but in the grass <laughs> i've seen it work but you, you're not getting that shit through a sand with one hand i will say that part no. you're correct no and uh, Brian Reed, his partner in this thing, methodical, right? <laughs> methodical. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the nice word. You know what? That's the word you use if you're his partner. If you're the poor, poor <laughs> bastards on the team behind him, that ain't the fucking word you use. <laughs> Asshole, cocksucker. You know, that's what you use when he does that. But, yeah, methodical would be Dave will say he's methodical. Mr. Vegas, have you played Shadow Creek out there in, in, in Vegas? You ever get on out there? No, I have not. Is that your favorite? We got No, that's why it's hard, tough to get on. I was hoping you had some connections. But anyway, I, I, I digress. I get you on there. You go put, you know, hey, put, put a few more extra bucks down on the ponies. I get you on there. <laughs> we'll talk about it offline. All right, match number two. So the first match, we're going Vegas goes Reed Dwyer, minus 150. All right. Uh, match number two, we have Mark 
Baby Giraffe Iron Giant Denora versus Jack Package. And I mean, I'm sorry, Mark uh, Denora and Jack Package versus McCann and Moran. This is the Irish match. Remember that. We talked about this. The Irish guys on a previous podcast, we mentioned three Irish guys and a Puerto Rican, I think. Uh, what are sounds you thinking like, here? Sounds like the bad first line of a joke, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say, well, so we'll take a look. All right. I, I got some, I got some intel here on this one too. People probably don't know this. Okay. I have found out that Mark Denora has a tattoo that says tyranny is hope. Now, you might be saying to yourself, what kind of half-assed bullshit is that to put on your body? And you'd be right, because <laughs> it makes little sense. What it really means is our, we've dug into is expectations. So this guy, this is a guy, never had any expectations down at Merle. No one's ever thought Mark Dador was winning you anything. Showed up, played a decent game, no expectations being good. His wife has no expectations of him. His parents have no expectations of him. <laughs> He work. Nobody expects anything of this guy. But this year, this year, there's expectations on him. He is supposed to be maybe their A golfer. So what what does he do with that? Can he is he gonna fold like a little baby giraffe with the little legs that are wobbling onto the ground and barely getting up? I don't know. This is the first time. So we got him. We've got you, your, yourself, Jack Package, good golfer. You're going to have to work. Yeah, also, I've seen you swing and on your tee shots. Looks like you're going to be really good at protecting blind side of the quarterback. Looks like you can really get back there, back pedal. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, Just that, closing the stance a little bit. You're right. You're right. That's fair. He's standing in there. So that's uh, a good team. On the other side, we've got. You know, Silent Bear Tim. I mean, this guy, we've talked to him. He, you know, if there's a a baby deer fawn that's got some sort of injury in the middle of the round, he can go over there and use this fucking three iron and splint it together and all because of all his work he's done. So we got that working for us. And you got Rick Moran. Off the top of my head, I think Dare to be Great. Straight shooter with upper management written all over him. (laughs) Just in a different place. But here's the the downside of what I've heard. The downside of what I heard about him, he's got a little Rory in him right now. So Rory, if we all remember, started off, won everything, best golfer in the world. And then what's happened in the last five or six years? Oh, yeah, the pack's caught up to him. What's what's happened to him is he's he got married. He's, like, happy mm-hmm. with his life. And he doesn't – he randomly talks about not caring that much, right? Mm-hmm. So we've heard some comments about that he just wants to live life on the golf course and, you know, you don't know how many days you got left, like this kind of bullshit. So not exactly Tiger Woods, eye of the tiger shit going on. So I'm a little afraid of that. That scares me. You got Tim, best golfer on the team. You got Rick, you got Denora, but again, expectations. I've got this one, minus 120 for Denora package, minus 120 
Tim and Rick. Even. I got this one is dead even. I'm going to get my taste out of it either way, right? But that's even match. Wow, the juice is high in that. You're trying to you, I, I hold a gun to my head, Vegas, when you're, <laughs> while you're at it. I mean, you know I'm going to put big money down on this match. You know I'm going to do that. And you're going to take 20%. Well, you oh, still Lord. that's an 80% win for you, though, man. Are you kidding me? Listen, I'll tell you what. This Moran guy, I don't like him a fucking tiny bit. <laughs> okay, and I agree with you. He's he's settled down. Uh, what the fuck's he wearing? Uh, what the fuck uh, is he wearing out there? That's the question. I, I mean, I don't what even know. Wearing? I don't know. This Timmy McCann, nice guy, big guy, long hitter. And I you agree with what? you. Denora. <laughs> I keep hearing my partner. I hope I hope it's all good. Everybody playing great. Shot a 74 last week. He shot a 78. Do that with package by your side <laughs> and your brothers for life. Okay, you dump a bunch on uh, in the water like uh, these guys. What Scotty Scheffler's doing today <laughs> on uh, 17 at at the TPC Sawgrass? I'll fire. He'll be the next one. He'll be two balls in the water and one Denora in the water. I'll fire him right off. I'll play the two uh, Irish guys by myself if I have to. I got news for you. If you asshole would have been out on 17 today with the wind whipping <laughs> up in there, you'd still be on that fucking tee trying to get <laughs> one in play. <laughs> I it was it was tough. It was a tough watch today, Mr. Vegas. That's a tough watch. It, today. it was it was tough. And uh, my final thing is Tim. His name is Tim McCann. His name is not Tim McCant. Take that to the bank. Okay. <laughs> I like it. All right. All right, let's move on. We've got uh, the match number three. Paulie the Saint and Mike Kelleher versus Stevie Dirty Water Hardeman and Jason Krempel. Let's hear your take, Mr. Vegas. All right. Here's what I'll say here. I've got, so we'll go back to something we talked about. I got the Saint and Mike on one hand. Saint, really good golfer, but what's the biggest stat with Saint? Has never somehow won Myrtle. Has always been on the losing team. How the fuck is that possible? That's way worse than Dan Marino. He's one of six <laughs> golfers, and he's way better than everybody. How does he lose every year? How does it? How does it happen? Aaron Sachs. <laughs> Jack Are you did he always have Aaron Sachs? Is that true? Jack Package, Aaron Sachs, Ken Preeti. Those three guys are always <laughs> paired with the Saint. And every year we lose it. Not because I, of the Saint, by the way. I, I don't get it. And the other wild card, so we got Mike in here, right? Okay. Right. I got I don't know what this fucking guy is gonna do. He shows up at whatever tee box he fucking wants to. And what if he just says, you know, in the middle of the fairway, puts one in the water, like, oh, that's not fair. I didn't get it right, and just hits another one. I mean, there's no rules, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what to do with him. He gets to do whatever he wants. He's coddled. He's in coddled. life. I agree. Uh, so those two, you got, and again, and we've talked about Mike has definitely not struck a golf ball with ill intent in a good Probably, he didn't play last Myrtle, so it's probably two years. Yeah. So Could that, be a that long time. that's tough. Then you got Stevie and Krampel. Uh Stevie, here's where I'm gonna go. Much like Alan, 
What is Stevie's Myrtle moment? He hadn't had one. He has not had one. You know, Ricky, Vegas, I apologize. Those guys do have moments. They're just not on the golf course. Al does that that dance thing with his feet. Stevie, no, that's good. No, I'll right? give you that. Right? Their, their moments are are, are, are are not golf related. Stevie, it's upstairs in, in River City finding like extra rooms with coolers <laughs> of beer. Right? Free beer. Uh, beer things heaven. like that. You know what I mean? Falling into a bush at, at Pinehurst. Um, things like that. Uh, it's, it's off off the course, Mr. Vegas. I would I would agree, but here's my thing. I think the the guys to keep your eye on in this match on this team is Steve. I think he is underestimated, underrated, underwhelming. He, it, I think this might be his year. I think this might be the year of the Hardeman. I just uh, I I think he's better than people think he is. You know. Does he go out and drink a little bit more than, you know, his liver would like, you know, while he's down there? Yeah, yes. You know, he does. But he does it all the time. He can shake that off. It's not a big problem. Crumple, <laughs> we've got, we got to see what we get with him. So he came off of Pinehurst, speaking of the Saudi money tour that Ken's still involved with. He, he played not good there. But the year before that at Myrtle, he played like lights out, right? So he's been up and down with it. Which one are you getting here? You know, I, I don't know. That's a tough one. So where we are with this one, we got Saint and Mike, minus 150. They're the favorites because, again, Saint's really good and Mike cheats really easily. And nobody ever says anything when he does. And then Stevie Kremple, again, I got my eye on Steve. I think he may be the guy this year, but until he's the guy, he's he's not the favorite. So that's where we are. So what are the odds? We got St. Mike 150, Stevie Krimple plus 150. So St. Kelleher is minus 150. Is that right? Yep, that's right. Heavy favorites to the plus 150 Hardeman and Krempel. That's correct. Okay, so according to the money line here, you got the day one matchup. You got Reed Dwyer over Preeti Evans. You got Moran McCann against Package Denora basically as a pick'em. And then in match three, you got it coming in St. Kelleher versus Hardeman Kremple. St. Kelleher in a, in a rout. So, who do you think leads day one? Do you got it dead even? If I had to guess, let's see. You know what? One second. Honey, can you run this back? And this time, can I get the adult version of this drink? This one should have come in a sippy cup. All right. Thank you. Go to the men's section to bring a drink back. Appreciate it. All right. Sorry about that. Make sure you tip your waiters and waitresses. Hey, it's been tough. We got the great resignation right here. I can't find good help. You see, kids are hard to find now, right? I can't get a fucking drink. I got to go to the bar 
you know, stumble around like a bunch of bums. I, uh, you know, instead of having somebody bring me one like a man. So, Mr. Vig, is she bringing you a Shirley Temple? <laughs> it might as well have been. It was close. It was a close relative. Um, I think I would go with, I am going to go, I'm going to say they're going to be up the, uh, the bad pun team, the drunkies. They'll be up by a few points. Not many. Drunken grownups by a few points. If you had to lean one way or the other. Three, two, three points. Okay. 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 How about prop bets, Mr. Vegas? You got any prop bets for us this year? We've had to cut back on the prop bets, but we do have a couple. So good. The first one is if you saw in the news, it was much discussed uh, last few months ago. There was a group much like yourselves, old guys on a golf trip, and one of the fuckers dropped dead. Legit dropped dead in the middle of the golf tournament. I read that, yeah. yeah. Now, you would think you were friends with these people and you would go, oh, gosh, we need to not weaken at Bernie's this motherfucker. We should just stop playing golf and go back and pay respects. No, sir. Uh, I don't know if they threw him in a cooler or what, but they kept playing. I mean, I... Yeah, they did. They've, These guys played on. They played on. So we've got some prop bets around it. What's the most likely way one of the Myrtle Mayhem people would die? Okay. <laughs> okay. At plus 1,300, we've got, of course, Brian Reed killed by the group behind him as he backed <laughs> off his ball for the third fucking time to relight his cigar and also scope that shit one more time, as he yeah. said. Yes. Okay. And then we have Mr. Reed again at plus 1,000, mauled by alligators as he wades out into the water at this little patch of grass to both save his ball worth $3.40 and also not take a stroke. Nobody else is doing that down there but him. And then Marky, because the burners finally got him. I mean, you can only do so many murders in four days, right? Before it all adds up and the body just shuts down at some point. And then we've got you yourself, Mr. Jack Package, because when you live like Jack Package, there's a bill to be paid at the end. We'll get the devil to pay it, sir. (laughs) That's at a plus 2,000. You're the least likely to die. (laughs) I'll take that right now. <laughs> is that it? We got any other uh, any other uh, any other things? The second one is what is more likely to happen is the name of it. And at the first one is plus three thousand is that Mike actually misses the match because his yacht's been confiscated because he's part of the Russian oligarchy crackdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a, there's a good chance that guy's got his little fingers and all kinds of money. I know half of it's in dirty Russian money. You and I both know that. Oh, the SS Kelleher is rolling around in the Baltics right now. <laughs> That's you are correct. Be, be, being boarded by some, you know, Confederate <laughs> EU Coast Guard. That's absolutely happening right now. That is. Uh, Mike, instead of showing up, he shows up with the golden man 
that's been doing all the strokes on, I don't know if anybody's seen it from the uh, the player's tour. There's a little robot that's been taking golf shots, and then Mike just shows yeah. up with that guy, sits around in his cart, drinking his little fucking daiquiris or whatever the hell he drinks, Yeah, uh, and scoring bigger. That's minus 250, because I think that is going to happen. <laughs> Plus 3,500 is he misses his day one match, because I've always thought of this. He's the guy that flies with the little sleep mask on, correct? He's got the sleep <laughs> mask on. He's sitting back with the with the neck pillow. Mm-hmm. He's got a you know maybe one too many mixed drink there, and he just falls asleep at the turn and just doesn't get off the thing. That <laughs> definitely could happen. That's and awesome. the other most likely thing to happen is in the last two days he has texted he's texted down to the servants' quarter to see if his golf clubs are still by the Ferrari or not, because he hasn't checked on him in fucking two years. So he doesn't go down there. He just, he has a guy that he, he he's got a guy. Yeah. Well, that that's why they're probably scrambling to finish this uh, players championship. They got to get that golden guy up the, up the coast there to Myrtle. <laughs> that's right. He's got to go to like a barge or something. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Great job there with the prop bets. Um, so we've got we've got team drunken grown-ups favored by a couple of points. Uh, Match-wise, money line-wise, you got things pretty even on day one. Mr. Vegas, you know we're going to get you back on the show after day one. We're going to talk about your picks. We're going to have when, – when the matches are set for day two, we'll see what your thoughts are there. So I look forward to having you on the podcast all next week. I do, you know, we do it. We usually close our show out with a little segment that I ask the guys that are playing some word associations and some things. Now I know you don't play. You're out in the desert, uh, you know, with some questionable characters setting sports lines and making collections, but collections. Do you mind if I throw cash flow? Do you mind if cash flow? (laughs) <laughs> Do you mind if I throw a couple of things at you and maybe you can give us odds? Maybe you can uh, explain yourself or we can, you know, just give us a quick explanation. Do you, do you mind? Absolutely. You I'm still waiting for that fucking drink. So I got time. <laughs> All right. First question, Mr. Vegas. What's the over under on this Rick Moran asshole showing up, still driving that 20 year old Nissan? Yeah. That was a tough scene. Uh, I mean, this thing was like banging around, making noises coming there. It's much like he had a matching sweatshirt, if I'm not mistaken. Which one was older? I don't even fucking know. He showed up every goddamn year with this old-ass car, sweatshirt, in the pictures. You can't tell what year it is because the same fucking car and shirt are in every one of them. Yeah. Uh I would say it's uh, minus 150 that he's still got that fucking thing somewhere. All right, so it's it's uh, you're favoriting that he still shows up in that Nissan. I'm excited to see that. You know, there's Vegas sometimes gets hit with uh, I don't know how you word it. Uh, you know, the underpinnings of maybe that they're involved in some nefarious activity. Uh, was Vegas in any way involved in the stealing of Aaron's shorts and towel during the naked swim? <laughs> Uh, we would never stoop to care about the fucking naked swim and air. It was everything about the naked swim was underwhelming. 
That's what everybody remembers about it. Every aspect of it was underwhelming. So, no, we were not responsible for that at all. We deny any knowledge of what happened. Okay. Understood. You are on the record. Not involved in the stealing of the shorts. Not involved. Mr. Vegas, you've handicapped a lot of Myrtle Mayhems. What's the worst team name in Vegas in, in Myrtle history, I'm sorry, in Vegas's opinion. It might be the, the drunken grown-ups or whatever the fuck they are this year. I don't six know. Corpses. They, they... We had Kenny and the Jets. We had well, six corpses. Okay. We had Kenny and the Jets for two damn years. They liked right? it so much we ran it back twice. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. The Russian hackers. Russian hackers. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, just the... Bad puns everywhere. So are you going with drunken grown-ups as the worst in 16 years? The 17th <laughs> year. Two teams a year. 34 names. 33 if you count the unoriginality of Kenny and the Jets being used twice. <laughs> You're going to put drunken grown-ups as number 33 on that list, huh? It's got stiff competition. I'll agree. But, um, yeah, Six I mean. corpses under an Alabama porch. Well, I th- was, was that, that the name of a team? I think, I think so. I think it was the name of some kind of uh, story told or something. Was that really the name of a team? I think that was the name of a team. Yes, sir. Well, there was some we had, Confederate we had, stuff for the first few years that's probably been canceled now, right? And that uh, we have Bruise your daddy. Bruise your daddy. You had bad yeah. men. You know, some are better than others, right? Yeah, like I said, early on, I believe there was Confederacy shit going on, right? So yeah, It was a lot of North-South stuff, right? Civil, uncivil right, war, right. things like that. Uh, and, and you guys, uh, you know, I, look, I'm not telling you what to do, but speaking of being canceled, you guys might want to throw in a minority here or there. I mean, maybe a woman, I don't know. They, you know, eh, you got to be careful. Got a bunch of white, old white dudes. You guys, there is the guy the, at, at, at Caledonia. At Caledonia, we had a diverse candidate uh, that was that was uh, cooking up the fish chowder. He's an unofficial part of Myrtle Mayhem. That guy was that guy was rock solid people. Yeah, there's a history of people trying to throw in the t- token people here and there to get by it. I'm just saying, maybe you guys. Or maybe is a couple of you guys maybe like the men a little bit because that would be helpful. Couple guys, <laughs> I don't know what happens in these bedrooms, right? Which hey, I would celebrate it, right? It's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm Not just at saying, all. Not you at know, all. Not maybe at all. we do that and we get ourselves, you know, out of the old whitey. Most lineup. likely couple, Denora Hardiman or Evans Kelleher. Go. Oh, it's Denora Hardiman. Man, I can't. I wouldn't even put a line on that. I mean, there's there's no <laughs> chance the they hook up. They've hooked up the time. It just absolutely has happened. All right. That's all right. Who's going to get Mr. Vegas? This is a tough one. This puts you in a spot here. Who's going to accumulate the least number of points this year for their team? Individual. The least amount of points for their team. I'm going to say been packaged a couple of years in a row i think i think it's ken pretty oh. ken pretty yeah. all right 
pretty. He's involved in the healthcare system. Yeah, I don't know, dirty business. May have been behind this whole COVID scam. All right, Mr. Vegas. What is the best kind of mashed potato? Yukon Gold, red, or just a straight Idahoan? Discuss it. That's a tough one. That's the toughest question you've asked me this whole podcast. I mean, they're all good in their own way. I mean, I got to go Yukon. Would you ever disrupt the man who was eating Yukon Gold potatoes at dinner? Do I look like an asshole? <laughs> no, I, mean, I would not. I would respect a man that is eating his Yukon Golds because I'm a man and I'm not an asshole. So, no, I would not, sir. So when a man's eating Yukon Gold potatoes, you leave him alone, right? There's a few rules that we all have as men. You don't eat another man's hot dog. You do not disrupt <laughs> the man eating his Yukon Gold potatoes. That's just the way it is. And I don't even make the rules. I just enforce them. All right. Well, we discussed. I got two more of these things for you. We discussed a uh, methodical golfer, Brian Reed. An average round in Myrtle probably takes somewhere around five hours. Over under Brian Reed gets gets his four rounds in in less than twenty hours um, cumulative. Go ahead. Again, that's going to be off the board bet. Because he's fucking over by a million. I mean, there's no chance that he he is the slow golfer. That I mean, he it's. We think he comes in over twenty four six hours around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because he is also one that will forget a club. So on top of the getting out of the cart, tapping the cigar, walking around, looking at his clubs, checking the phone to see the yardage. And then, you know, he's the only guy that has like a phone, a watch. He's got this, you know, he's shooting it with his little laser. And talking to his friend or whoever he's playing with, this is, it is, it is an abomination to the game of golf. He should, I would, uh, if this, this won't go down in Vegas, by the way, this guy would be handled. Again, there's a lot of holes in the desert out here and some are full of people that can't handle their bets and others are full with people that are slow on the golf course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this bet's off the board. I can't put money on that. Last one. Most likely, most, most likely mayhemer to late at night after one too many cocktails to, to crawl to crawl his way to the beach to puke you know Brian Reed has this instinctual <laughs> nature I don't know we've investigated is it the moon is he going towards the moon and that's where the instinctual nature of he's got this poison inside of him and he needs to get it out. And he just like, does he, is he going to the moon? Is the tide, is the low tide like pulling him out to like spew the venom out of his belly so he won't die? You know, it's either that. Is it the sand? Does he like burrow him down in the sand like a sea turtle? And just and cover, cover the puke with his yeah, leg. Right. 
covers it up because instinctually you don't want predators to see the puke and know you're in the area. So it's really hard to say. And we've spent a lot of resources trying to figure it out. But yeah, that is the Brian Reed. If you come across native sea turtle puke, Brian Reed sea turtle puke on the beach, don't disturb it. Don't disturb oh, it, you know. $1,000 fine. Yeah. $1,000 fine. $1,000 fine in South Carolina. You cannot right. touch that stuff. No. Uh-uh. All right. All right, Mr. Vegas. Well, listen, you've been a fantastic guest. I am so looking forward to having you on the podcast live every night next week as we uh, handicap each day's uh, upcoming matches and we, we go over how Vegas did, how the book did, how the players did um at the at the windows at the betting windows and i appreciate your time uh look forward to seeing you or actually having you on the cast in surfside beach and um i wish you all the best let's try to see if you can figure out how to get us on shadow creek out there in las vegas and i'll make a trip out after myrtle absolutely and just remember vegas always wins baby vegas always wins mr vegas thank you so much All right, everybody, that's it for our podcast. Remember, hit them straight. If you don't hit them straight, crack a beer, drink another one, hit another one. But be careful with that 17th hole at Presswick because it'll get you. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you. Thanks, Vegas.